Welcome back to North London's Most Read. Got some breaking news in this podcast. Jamie's actually turned up. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Jamie? I was, I was uh, expecting something like that, I'm not going to lie. And I was like, all right, just get over it. But some of us have real life stuff going on. Uh, you know, the work's got to get done. The grind never stops. But we do this when we can and we do this when we get the time and uh, it's all good fun and we're back oh, in the we game now. So, but, you know, we're here. Well, well, to be honest, like, um, did I leave for all the losses and then come back for the win? <laughs> it was no, a good I, time I think off. we didn't cover a, cu- a couple of the losses, to be fair, just because we were both too busy to get it done. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're away the Brighton game. So you missed the Brighton game. And then I think... Oh, that was the Easter weekend, yeah. We didn't, do, we didn't do the Southampton or... I don't know if we did the Palace one. I'm not sure we did the Palace one. But then, obviously, we did the one last week. Did you solo that one? Yeah, I did, uh, yeah, got quite good views. Got actually. the best views of all time. As soon as I but, leave, yeah. I see how it is. <laughs> but I think that was just more with the tags and shit like that, and just algorithm being lucky. It was a Saturday night. So. We'll see if they go down now. Then we, yeah. the people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was terrible. It was the first one I've done my own man. So I don't if think it was very good. If you preferred Kieran slowly the comment, nah, or if you nah, prefer, no, no, no. if I'm your favourite, then obviously uh, <laughs> let us know in the comments. I'm expecting numbers to be don't like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be flooded with fans. <laughs> right, so <laughs> we're here because there's four games left and. Is hotting up in the table. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. We can go two ways about this. We can go two ways down this. Um, with four games left and two points mm-hmm. clear. Uh, if you'd said six games ago, all right, we've got three easy games. Well, you know, easy yeah. Crystal Palace, Southampton, and Brighton, and mm-hmm. also away to Chelsea, home to Menu, and away to West Ham. I will give you, and I'm the devil that gets to just offer you things. Yeah, nine points from those games. What would you have said? I mean, it's it's one of the difficult things. Like in in hindsight, like and and obviously we can't really go with hindsight because you've asked me before. But I I thought nine points is probably roughly what we're getting them. I mean, I'd have gone for twelve, but I'm not mad at how it turned out. I, yeah. I am, but like you know, it could have been. I think it's 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 one of the things where it depending on which way you look at it. Like you can say, yeah, we lost three games that we should have won 100, percent but then also because we, also we lost them three, three games. games. Yeah, because we lost them three games, did that spark a reaction that made us win the next three that we probably wouldn't have won if we won the first three? Do you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like a it's a weird like Arsenal imbalance where we probably would have only won three games and it didn't really matter which way it, it worked out. But the big thing is, and you know, I've been hating on this Arsenal team. I'm not really hating, but I've been hating on. I this can Arsenal get the screenshots of the Arsenal all season. Caps no, 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 no. But like last week, <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> from you. Listen, listen, listen. Then, because you're not listening, but. What I'm trying to say is that, like, a big thing, and it wasn't in relation to these losses or anything like that, it was in relation to the fact we hadn't won away against a big team yet. And obviously, when we beat Chelsea away, that was the first game. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, before and a few weeks ago, I was saying, right? Yeah. So, now, obviously, we have, we finally beat a team away from home. Do you count West Ham in that group now or not? Nah. Okay. Not really. I I don't consider them, like... I don't think, especially recent history as well. Like I feel like um, a lot of the the big games are psychological, and I don't really have that kind of like psychological edge with West Ham, where I feel like okay. they're a big team. Like well, they I would are. Say a good is, team. It seems like there's yeah, a tier yeah. one. Well, there's tier yeah. zero, which is Man City and Liverpool, and then there's tier one, which is uh, United, Tottenham, Chelsea, yeah. and Arsenal. And we got our first tier one scalp against Chelsea, but I would also mm-hmm. say that we actually took six points off Leicester, West Ham and Wolves, which are tier two. So we beat them home and away. And that's a good, good result. Yeah. 
that's a very good result. How, taking 18 points off them lot is a good, good result. Yeah, I, I think that it's obviously... So we were scalping away the tier twos, but yes, we didn't get a big six scalp until then. Yeah, which which is it's obviously massive, but I think obviously losing them three games pass in in the situation where like top four is done unless we do this. But then I was resigned me, to no way it was yeah. done. I was thinking, okay, you know what? I was still I was I was positive because I thought, like, okay, I didn't think we'd be in the position where we could even say that we were getting top yeah. four, and so I'm grateful that we did. We got as close as we did in a season that we didn't really have much expectations for. Yeah, but it's unfortunate we fall off the wagon now. It looked I, like it was absolutely out with no, you know. Players yeah. out, Tierney's still out, Partey's still out, but we had well, Tommy Nessie. El Nenny's been massive, bro. El Nenny's been massive. 100%, 100%. In. So now we're suddenly back in this route after being We're with favourites, 100%. No the doubt. odds have us one to two favourites. We have to be. Like, I mean, considering... I, I, I well, Spurs have got to get a result against Liverpool to get back they've in got, this right now. They've got Liverpool next game. Yeah, and we've got Leeds at home. And to be yeah, fair, well, Leeds are not. fired up and motivated, but there's only a... you know, this is Motivation can't come over skill difference. This is what I said to you earlier. If 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 we have a four point gap going into North London's derby, we get top four. So, considering that we'll probably well, it'll be Leeds five at home, points right? if they lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying a minimum of four points. Well, yeah. I think we'll get top four because, like I said to you, and this isn't me being like defeatist or anything like that, but I think we lose to Tottenham away from home. Like if I think do, nine times out of ten, to get a result against Newcastle, which is tougher than you think. They're a top four think, team as of January. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But then you, what you've got to understand with the whole Newcastle situation. Is I don't even know what word that was. I just mumbled some shit. Go on, try again. But, another go. <laughs> with the Newcastle situation, not Newcastle. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, like Newcastle got nothing to play for, right? And but they're still what, going for it. But at the same time, you, what you've got to consider is that then they're, they're not getting anywhere. You know, they're not getting anywhere fast. That the, the league position is not really going to change. You know, so Newcastle haven't got much to play for. I think that we, apart from the Tottenham game, I think we win our other three games. Like personally, I don't know how you f- well, how you feel, but I if think we, we do. get a point at White Hart Lane, that we don't have to. If we lose at White Hart Lane, that we do probably need to beat Newcastle away because yeah. Spurs' other two games, apart from Liverpool and Arsenal, are home to Burnley. Which yes, Burnley yeah. do have a fight. They are mm-hmm. they are trying to stay up, um, but I think they'll be overcome. I think and I think away we win Norwich, every game. Who are already relegated apart from Tottenham. I think we I think we win apart from Tottenham. But we personally. need to because Spurs are going to win those other two games. No, but if Spurs lose to Liverpool, maybe we beat Leeds. That's a five-point gap. And then the thing is as well, like psychologically, but us going points, into this is two points if they beat us. Is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. But but what you've got to take into account is that if we go to Spurs with a five-point gap, like there mm. ain't that much pressure. Like consider the the fact that if we lose, we've still got a two-point gap over them. Do you know what I mean? But like, then we have to beat Newcastle. Of course, and the, the the thing that I'd say in this situation is that if we don't beat Newcastle away from home, we don't deserve top four, and I'm happy with that. Like, it, okay. it, it, if okay. it gets to a situation where if we lose to Newcastle away and we don't get top four because of that, um, I'm not happy, but I'll accept it because that means this team wasn't destined for top four if we can't beat Newcastle away from home. Like, I, I think okay. that's okay. that's the way I feel about that's it. That's fair. That's fair. Let's let's get into some of the some of the game shit, man. Like this. A bit well, more I mean, to also to be game. fair, we've discounted Leeds and we've yeah. discounted Everton. Those are games that you know we should win. But if I we think don't, we'll win. then, then yeah. you're right that we don't deserve top four. Well, Ever- Everton away from home are the worst team in the league. Leeds are yeah. so vulnerable that I just don't see them keeping us out. Yeah. Like even if they go one or two nil up, I'm still confident we'd win because they they've. Yeah. They're the worst team for conceding goals in the league, I think. Are well, they, less, they less or more than so Norwich? now with the manager change, but yes, still you don't just still you don't just 
unlearn all the habits that they have. They lost 4 0 at home, Man City the other day. I know Man City are a different breed, but. Yeah, Leeds have conceded well. 72 goals this season. Norwich have already conceded 71. So they've conceded the most in the league, mate. That's wild. And especially away from home, Leeds, Leeds ain't getting a result. I'm like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll eat my hat if I need to, but genuinely, I, I think that I think we've done it. To be honest, I think this was this was the game that we had to grind. I mean, well, there's also a, not a guarantee. I mean, Tottenham will probably beat Burnley, but we drew nil nil to Burnley at home, and it mm-hmm. could be a nil nil type of thing. Burnley, Burnley need that the point. Moment, they need that point. Um, but let's also not assume that Tottenham are going to lose to Liverpool. They beat Man City away. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll beat Norwich a hundred percent. But okay, let's assume. Yeah, we uh, we know what we're doing. Let's go back. So let's talk about West Ham now. Yeah, man. Uh, so one big thing when I saw the team sheet is I'm I'm so happy Tommy Asu's Batman. Well, like, well, it's so good, so good. We'll have to see what the results of that injury thing. Precautionary right, walking man. off the pitch. I, was. I don't. I don't think. I think he he was just a bit knackered, and that they didn't want to take any risks. And I think Cedric just came on because at that point they weren't really peppering us that much. That it really made too much of a difference. I, I don't Holding think there's his anything. Holding is a bit of a worry though because it was his calves with the problem. I think he's okay, man. I think I think he'll be all right. And we I think that he... Cedric's good enough for you know. Aside from the Tottenham game, he's good enough for the other three teams. And I think because Tottenham will lose, it's not going to be a big issue and it's not going to cause anything bad to us, even if Tommy Yasu gets injured. But, I mean, watching him today, you know, I'm glad he's back in the team. Um, Tavares scares the shit out of me. I just think that yep. I've really changed my opinion on him. I thought yep. that he was an adequate second choice for Tierney and now I think that that was a horrible mistake to make. And I yep. think that he is a liability. Yep. And... He potentially him being in the team could make us miss out on top four. Yeah. Um, and it does concern me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like we said, with Elneny and Xhaka, they they're holding the middle down since Party got injured, and I think Elneny's super super underrated. And some, yeah. you know, he's one of them players that you kind of forget you had him. Do you know what I mean? Like when he doesn't well, he play, play for like so long. That's what Sandy I mean. Especially being at Afcon and stuff like that, you can't you kind of just forget that for. You know, ten games straight. If he doesn't play, like you just kind of forget he exists, and then but you need he'll be in the players, team. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. you need players that are like the one of Great the, the worst things well. about um, players that aren't playing is you know they you may need a squad player of that ability, yeah. but it doesn't mean they're going to play much. But mm. for them, they want to be on the pitch playing games. So when you can find someone at that skill level who's also happy to yeah. be a squad player. You need to keep them around because that's a rare trait. The mindsets are not get mad and not understand your level. Like uh, he reminds me of um, like Park Ji Sung at Man U. Yeah, he was a great squad player and didn't moan about only playing a third of the games, a half of the game. I think he played more than El Nenny does now. Yeah, he was always boring against Arsenal as well. <laughs> El Nenny has always said, and in recent interviews, he said you yeah. know, his contract does run out at the end of the season. He says he he doesn't mind not playing. He like much. He wants to sign a new deal and he wants to be a part of this team. And I think it's based off these result, uh, performances. I mean, he's yeah, been he worse needed, in the past. Let's be needed, honest. Man. Uh, yeah. He should sign a new deal. He should, and I don't think I don't think it'd be a mental contract. I think it'd be 50, I mean, 40k a week. That's okay. This is the thing with Onani as well. Like sometimes you, when you see him play, like look, I don't think he's had any world class games. Um, you know, in the last like few games he's been in the team, but sometimes when you watch him play and he's so calmed and assured on the ball and he does everything that you kind of need to and, and quite solid defensively as well. Um, yeah, he's like passive without the offensiveness. You you kind of forget, or not forget, but you kind of think to yourself, or well, I have, like, think to myself, 
like why is this guy not been a more of a success at Arsenal? Do you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like he has got very, very, very good attributes. He's been given he, his chances though. It's not like yeah, a, no, hundred percent. But you know, do you know when you have them them run a games where he plays quality and you're like. Like where's this guy like being? Yeah. Like he's almost, I know it's a classic like Wenger thing to say. But he's almost like a new signing sort of thing. When you forget you have him, then you put him in the team. You're like, oh, this is where he this put a great been. ball through to Enketia mm. at one point. That was a he great, did great. Well, Enketia is dangerous, man. Like, what do you I, think I of him? Well, the thing is with Enketia today, like he he worked very hard, and I think a big a big thing for us keeping Lacazette in the team when we wanted him in the team was the fact that his work weight and defensively he was quality, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But I think Anketia almost matches Lacazette. He's got that energy. He look. He he's not. He's not the finished article. He's not good enough for Arsenal long term, right? But he's got more of an eye goal. Eye for a goal. I can't even say it. Eye for a goal than Lacazette, right? He's not and as good on the ball as Lacazette. His, his link, touch is his link up's not that bad as no, as I remember. Is, to be bad, fair, it's bad. not as bad as I remember. And also, Anketia will bang a shot and like. Fabianski had to do two good saves today to deny him. Do you know what I mean? Like I was thinking about those. He had opportunities and two he mm-hmm. passed at the keeper and two also needed tips around for yeah. corners. He should have done um, better. Well, I think they're not bad shots, but if any of those go in, you mm-hmm. look at the keeper and you go, hmm. Like for Gabriel's goal. <laughs> but for three or four of those, maybe mm-hmm. one of them sometimes goes in. So he put himself in to win it and on a different day would be happy because he scored a goal. Uh, but he can do better than that. But... He is a finisher, and yes, he can mm-hmm. chase down defenders. But him in the link-up play, like when he was dropping deep and stuff, it's, good it's not energy, the same. Man. But it's not the same as yeah. having someone like Lack who's good on the ball and can do that sort of stuff. He's, yeah, he he's, you know, his prep. touch is a bit of like Tavares's, to be honest. He's just yeah. not as good on. Like you don't trust. You, I get why they don't pass to him as much. But at the same time, Enkayo will bag a goal out of nowhere, whereas Lacazette can't really do that. Like I'm, I'm not he's saying like active. consistently. Yeah, like 100. Um. But going to the, like back to the West Ham bit, like I think that we beat West Ham by being West Ham today, right? So our two goals came from our centre backs, Holding, who actually had a really, really good game in in Ben White's absence. If we're going to talk up, uh, Does Ben Elneny, White have COVID? Um, I did read something. I think he ha- pulled up tight hamstring, something like that. Oh. I, I was reading it off so the how Arsenal long will Instagram. He be? Will you I don't be know. Spurs? Will I'm, not, I'm not. I don't know. But I'm not too fussed because Holding had a proper good game today. Like, for sure, but we'll take work if we can get him. No, no, 100%. But also at the same time, it's like if we're going to praise Elneny for coming in and covering party, you've got to praise Holding for like doing the yeah, I mean, exact if, same thing. If Holding wants to replace Quality Gabriel today, right yeah. now at LCB, then fine. Like, I'm Quality interchangeable for me right now. Yeah, 100%. But I mean, yeah, like Gabriel's not been in top form and I think White's like been our best form centre-back for you know he the has, last few has. months at least. But yeah, I agree with that. You know, at the same time, quality header today, important goal, proper West Ham goal it was. Um, <laughs> we've been good at set, set pieces, defensively and offensively. We've we've improved massively, and you obviously this new set piece coach at the start of the season or last season, whatever it was, he's really done some miracles. Haven't we still not conceded from a corner? I think that's still the case, from what I'm aware of. I knew that was up, up until very recently, but I don't know. I don't think we have conceded from a corner personally. But that's, that's crazy. A that's a crazy stat if we get away with that the whole season. But you know, you You're know what's going to bang eight goals something. from corners and not conceding any is probably worth four or five points extra. It's outrageous. So that's, that's it. Well, it's, that's, it's got us two points today. Yeah, you know, let's say like, that this guy gets paid a quarter of a million a year. Mm-hmm. He's delivered like twenty million to Arsenal. Hundred percent. And then Bowen's goal. You know, fortuitous with the deflection, but. We had no, to take something like that. Terrible defending, though, man. Oh, okay, it's Taveras, that. but we're, you know we've, we've gone through this. Yeah, I mean, Gabriel could have done better. He could have got out to the shop quicker, and he kind of, 
I don't, I don't know. He didn't have an, much enthusiasm to kind of close Bowen down with the shot. But, you know, so you've got to get fortunate sometimes. And it, it, it Ramsdale was going to save it if he didn't get the deflection. So it, it was fortunate for them. Um, we didn't cover ourselves in glory. But, you know, ultimately it didn't cost us. And Gabriel made up for it with his goal. Mm-hmm. Fabianski should have done a lot better. He did a lot of good saves today in Fabianski's defence. Um, yeah, he got around to it and then ricocheted horribly off him. Yeah, and I think it, it was just the kind of the pace. And I think he was expecting it to go to his right. And when it didn't, he hadn't really set up for it going more to cent- central. And I think sometimes when you hit it so central and so quick at a keeper, like they, they don't really have time to get their hands sorted. Their hands are either out of their sides they don't really tend to keep their hands like close to their chest when when someone's about to header it. Like they're yeah. normally like about to dive one way and I think obviously it's just fortuitous for us that it happened that way. But, you know, it's it's a big big goal and we weathered the storm. Like they, they didn't really pepper us in the last half an hour, do you know what I mean? After Gabriel scored. I was expecting a little bit more. Obviously they're gonna put crosses in the box, but we dealt with the crosses immaculately today as well. Mm-hmm. So you know defensively We've we seem to have gone up a gear, um, especially in the last three games. Well, it's better and when we've got Tommy Asu back over Cedric. Hundred percent. I forgot how good Tommy Asu is actually on the ball. Yeah. I thought he was just you know I remember him he being good, good defensively, good, yeah. but him he's actually like he could play almost sort of defensive midfield. He's he's very good on the ball for a six foot um, two right back. He's quality on the ball. He's great on the ball. He's better on the ball than Cedric, despite being like physically you know yeah bigger and better. Uh, so he's he's great to have. He closes out like good wingers who are trying to get round. He got mm-hmm. Ben Rama off. He got Lanzini off. They were struggling with him, and uh, it's nice to have him back. And I hope he's not out. Just as I hope the sack is not out because they would be big losses. I'm fine. Right, Saka's always, Saka always injured, man. So don't worry about I f- it. I feel like we could beat Leeds without them too. And if we have to rest them, then we can play Emerson yeah. throw. We can play Pepe. I'm fine with that. Pepe would probably crush Leeds. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I think you know, kind of regardless, let's give Saka a rest, regardless of what happens. We we will probably need him potentially in bigger games come the end of the season. I think Leeds and Everton are are first, really, yeah, that's what I mean. But let's give him a little rest. But I think the the games, um, you know, let, let's you know not rest all of our players. But if we can afford to rest him for the Leeds game, let's do it. Give Pepe a chance. I'm sure Pepe, you know, he can bring some stuff. We haven't seen Pepe for a while. We almost forget we have him sometimes. So yeah. let, let's see what we can bring. Especially at home, he, like he's a good home player, man. Like he. He does contribute, and he always, regardless of what you think of Pepe, he gets goal contributions at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? So he does. He'll get the well, most leads, you can tell. Yeah, and I think that we're in a good position, man. We've, we've done the hard work. I think that we just need to, I think, I think we we need to see out these four games. I think I, I'm, I can take the Tottenham loss as long as they lose to Liverpool. If they, if they bag a result, they bag a win against Liverpool, although very, very unlikely, um, especially at Anfield, I think that we we're in trouble but I think that Liverpool will do it like they're chasing for the title um, well, they need to get that win to go above even if they beat Liverpool yeah if we don't lose to Spurs yeah but we'll, then we just we have will. to win all we of will. our games like I'm sorry like there's, you think we'll definitely lose there's, there's a 9 out of 10 chance we lose to Spurs 100% Sane and Con- really Sane Son and Kane on form we lose like and I think they'll be up for it. It's, it's not, probably 50% this is Spurs the thing. win, 30% nah, draw, 20% nah, Arsenal win. Nah, not even close. The thing is as well, at the Emirates, we will beat them more times than not at Wild Lane. It's literally home advantage. It's a home advantage game. Yeah, which is like, why it's 50, always, not 
Always. It, not it's not one of these Man United Chelsea games where whoever's home advantage, it doesn't really matter. It can go either way. It is whoever's at home wins the North London derby. That's it's always been the case in recent. We drew the last one. When did we do the last one? I think we drew we one one away and we beat them four two at home. Did we? I don't think we did. We beat we beat them what three one this season. Yeah, and I thought no last season didn't we draw one one? Nah, I think we lost. I'm sure we lost. Or was it the season before? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, if we can get a draw, it'll be massive. Not we don't care about our points because Man U can't catch us. West Ham can't catch us. No, we lost it's one nil to them last season. Okay, but it's literally just about stopping Spurs closing yeah. the gap. We have Nothing. to stop Spurs closing the gap. If we get top yeah. four, it'll be amazing. But you know that because we've been out of Europe and we've been in the Europa League and all this stuff. Usually, mm-hmm. if you're, you know. Uh, an English team in the Champions League, you'll automatically be put in either pot one if you've won something, or pot two if you're just based on your uh, seeding from the coefficient. Yeah. But we'll be a rare case, I think, of an English team not getting straight into the upper echelons of pot two. Mm-hmm. I think we may, let's not even get carried away, but I will say it, I think we might be in pot three or pot four, or maybe probably pot three. So it could well be that we draw Barcelona and then Juventus in the same group. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I mean, to be honest, like I'm just, and and the massive thing about Champions League, right, for me is that it it doesn't even bother me what happens in the Champions League, right, to an extent. But the thing, the thing that I think is the the biggest thing for us in the Champions League, right, it's not even that for me personally. Is so Saka. You know, Smith Rowe, Odegaard. Yeah. If we're consistently getting in the Champions League, unless, you know, a Liverpool or a City come in for them, they're not looking to leave. Then yeah. they're thinking, I'm in the Champions League, I'm at with I'm not Odegaard on this occasion, but um, you know, I'm at my boyhood club, like Saka and mm-hmm. Smith Rowe. Why would I want to go anywhere else? If we're in the Champions League, if we're you know, if I'm winning the odd FA Cup, Carabao Cup you know, maybe in five years' time, they might think they might get to 27, 28, sort of Kane sort of level, and they might think, well, I want to win a Premier League. I'm going to have to leave Arsenal, like, if we're not in that position. But obviously, at the moment, the trajectory is upwards for Arsenal, right? And it might cap out, and we might not be able to get into the top two for, you know, for, for I years. I don't worry about Smith Rowe leaving. I think yeah. he everything that he says is I want to be a one club man with this stuff and but also I don't, I don't think he has the attention that Saka does I'm more worried about Saka's got two years in the summer if he yeah. extends to five years now then we know that we should he'll, have him for at least three years Saka I don't doubt him it's just yeah. we need to have show the progression three years later so that we've got but two years I mean. in three years time and I think we need to do that yeah, and I think that's that's the massive thing for getting Champions League Odegaard I, I don't like... think he'll leave I think he'll get captain and he'll be happy Mm. Potentially, I think he. The thing is with Odegaard that you've got to take into account though is the fact that he's been to a big club already and it hasn't worked out. Well, he's so more he, about that I want to belong somewhere, and if he, show, I think yeah. he's got that here. Well, yeah, a hundred percent, and that's what I'm saying is that he's already been to Real Madrid. He doesn't want to be a Galactico type of player. He doesn't want to go to Man City and have, you know, Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Jack Grealish to deal with. He wants to be Arsenal's main playmaker. And he's, you know, he's at a big club. He's at a club where he's happy. He's at a club where, at the moment, it's going upwards. He's got yeah. no reason to leave. And I think that top four solidifies that we are progressing because, you know, we, we've we been fortunate this season, obviously, not having midweek games very often because of not being in European competition. Yeah. Next season, we need to 
if if we obviously we're going to be in the Europa League regardless of what happens. Um, we will, you know, even yeah. if we fall off a Good cliff. Point. So we will have the midweek game. So we need a bigger squad, and we've got a lot of recruitment to do this season, especially. Yeah, well, in the, the Champions League department. will help us recruit. Exactly, but it's it's just massive that we get the Champions League. I, I think that we we as Arsenal fans are going to underestimate how important it is until we actually see it in fruition. You know. It'll be important to feel like we're back where we are for the for the kids to feel like well, we're it's been years. It's so it's so nice to be actually you know, if if we play a, a Real Madrid at the Emirates in the group stage and lose, you know, not ideal, but at the same time, we're mixing it with the big boys again, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's been it's so a good barometer long. of where we're at. Yeah. I will just add on to your other point about them leaving. I honestly don't think that um from where Arsenal were at, you know, fourth, fifth place in the league, Champions yeah. League here and there that there's a real need to leave your boyhood club unless it's a massive, massive main signing for Liverpool, Man City, Barcelona. Yeah, like I said. And let's assume that Saka signs a new five-year deal mm-hmm. in, in the summer. And, you know, it's £150 million if you want to buy yeah. on any less than two years on his deal. And even then it's £100 mm-hmm. million. In three years' time, when that two years is down, um, in 2025, that's the year that... Um, Guardiola's deal is up and that's a year before Klopp's new deal ends in 2026 I don't think he'll extend beyond that so is it do they would would you risk that I mean we don't know what the landscape in the Premier League is going to be like but we can assume with fair certainty that with them two at the helm and the budgets that they've got that they're still going to be up and fighting for it Uh, we don't know what happened with Chelsea you don't know what happened with Menu, whatever I mean Ten Hag could have it popping you know who knows who knows but if you know, and the main reason and the, for the sustained yeah. success is the managers and the clout mm-hmm. that the managers bring is attractive for players, 100%. Um, but would you move, if you know the Arsenal, assuming we're still on the up and up, who knows yeah. what will happen, would you move to when you know that Guardiola's year's up and you don't know what stability is going to happen or when Klopp's up? Because is Arsenal a, yeah, a worse a shout than the uncertainty with that? I mean, obviously Real Madrid and Barcelona are going to be league, whatever, but which, like, it's more about the projects, right? And if you know you've got a solid project, would you mm-hmm. really go to Liverpool when Klopp might not be there and who knows what happens to Liverpool? I think, yeah, that's one thing I didn't really consider as well and I think that you make a very, very good point with that. I'd also argue that well, it, it depends obviously who goes to these clubs, but I'd argue that Liverpool are only competing as well as they are because That's of Klopp. Club. They're not financially but, blessed like Man City. No, they're not. They're not. They don't spend as much as Man United. They don't spend as much as Man City. Man City are always going to be up there because they can just recruit as many well, players as they could as they be like. Man U if they don't have Pep. But they, they seem like... They, but I think the back the room that, is better. Yeah, exactly. You've got, you've got board and executives at, at, at the club level where they know what they're doing. Like, yeah. even if Guardiola's not there, they'll have another amazing manager lined up, you know. And I think that but he's got to be able to do it all, though. He's got to be able to do it all. Chelsea have the, you know, they've they will always compete, but they've also got the tendency to fall off a cliff once and every well, every we'll see while. what happens after the sale. And then obviously, yeah, they might completely change their setup. So I think Liverpool and City um, will be I dominant I for the next three or four years. Next year. No, um, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's challenging. Two big for defenders the... leaving and uncertainty around what's going to happen with money. They've got players like Lukaku that aren't I firing. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone. Yeah, to end this Champions League, whatever discussion that we didn't finish, mm-hmm. we just need to keep them long enough for Man City yeah. to fall off. <laughs> and I think I think that's the only way that we can realistically challenge for the title. Really, to stay up there until they fall off and then take one. 
Yeah, look, in more un- unrealistic things have happened. And I think that, you know, we've got a lot of work to do. And the one positive thing is our team's young. So yeah. that in theory, our team should get better regardless of recruitment our team should get better like Saka should improve on next year Smith should improve improved on next so year much on uh, yeah but and, I mean they can they could should continue to oh, we're not in a situation for example like Man United right where Ronaldo you know isn't probably going to improve at his age Bruno's not going to improve and you know what I mean these aren't players that are like low 20s or you know barely even 20 where they haven't really got much they can't really go up they can either stay the same or stagnate right so majority of our team are only going to get better at this point at least we hope that's that's what the you know the that's science the tell us and stats tell us yeah so you know it could be really exciting and, and look oh, it's 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 wishful thinking but out of you know aside from the top three at the moment we look the most likely to be the next to challenge out of them you know, there's a there's that. a there's a plan of you can see the plan yeah. in place for where we're like, going. You don't have that. I mean, even with someone as good as Conte, you don't have that it's because the it's volatile with him. Whereas yeah, we have a set exactly. cemented vision of where we want to go that seems to be happening quicker than expected. Yeah, it's ahead of and schedule. I, yeah, and I think that obviously you've got Ten Hag that's coming in next season. He's going to have a rocky start. It's going to take years mm-hmm. to get Man United back where they are because the mm-hmm. thing is with Man United, like their players, the boardroom, it's a toxic and it's shambles, right? And the yeah, only three reason... Three squad need to go. The only reason that they are where they are in the league is because of ind- individual brilliance, right? It's nothing to do with how the club's structured. It's nothing really to do... Like, if you look at Man United's players, player for player, right? They Let's should be top four. Pogba, Fernandez, Ronaldo, Tellez, Varane, exactly. Deja. Exactly. And then be six. <laughs> like, at the beginning of the season, people thought they would compete for the title. And I, I, did, I, did. I didn't discredit it. I, I said that... I, I almost felt like Liverpool... Sancho. Liverpool were going through one of them things where I didn't I wasn't hundred percent sure whether they were going to compete this year. I thought that, you know, their second spot was there to be taken. But I've been I've you know, it's I've been proven completely wrong. I still think Liverpool they'll they'll keep going for a few years. I think that I doubted whether they'd stay up there, but I think they will. Like Depends especially with Salah a lot to me. Yeah. But I still I still think like look at their replacements. They got from Firmino and they've got Jota that can but you know Diaz, all in that 29, 30 age yeah, but they've still got a two two or three more years at the top and then Klopp's going to leave. So do you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> think Klopp will stay till twenty twenty six. I think twenty twenty five will go or something like that. Why would you um, renew until twenty twenty six if you don't want to stay? Because they've got he's got to kind of keep his options open. I think that if something comes along in like twenty twenty five, he'll he'll consider it, man. I think it depends where Liverpool are at as well. If they're still competing and they're still doing well, like they they got they could do the quad man. Do you know what I mean, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Mad. But we'll see. Um, and Guardiola, he he doesn't not tend to stay at places too long. But we'll see, man. Like we're waffling about other teams and other managers. So I don't give a fuck about. All right, but let's finish on this one. Let's yeah. On. So you were messaging mm. me over the last couple of weeks. After the losses, and obviously it's an emotional time. Saying, "Ah, it's around. I'm out. I'm out." Um, <laughs> what's your current position? What do you think? Look, man, and I'll go back to this because I have said this before. Right? I said that if Arteta doesn't get top four, given the position that we're in, I think he should go. Right? Really? I think so. Personally, I think that it's one of the difficult things, right? Where 
I feel like it, it's a massive, massive, massive bottling job if we don't get top four this season, right? Considering, like, you've got to take into account if we got a point from each of Brighton, Southampton or Palace or even lost two and won one, we'd be in such a great position right now. I think that it's criminal, criminal to lose them three games in a row, especially when you're. it was at that point of the season, right? We've re- we've relatively redeemed ourselves by winning, winning three really hard games, right? Well, well, let's, well, the Man United one wasn't that hard, but <laughs> they gave us probably the hardest game, actually, let's be honest. Um, but I think that, you know, if if you lose three games in a row and you think your top four is done, yeah, man, I got emotional. Yeah, man, I slayed Arteta. And I think but that... We weren't expecting to get... Yeah, but I think this is this, this is the thing, though, right? I feel like he came eighth and eighth, right? And I feel like there's not that much progression... And this is going to sound weird, right? But f- from fifth to eighth in the league, right? There isn't that much progression needed, right? There's no kind of... You don't go from one season eighth to sixth to fourth and have like a steady progression. No teams tend to do that, right? It's either you get top four or you finish in the top eight. It's not really like, all right, this year, you know, we're going to get fourth. Next year, we're going to get fifth sixth or next year we're going to get sixth then we're going to get fifth then we're going to get fourth the progression doesn't work like that in the Premier League right you either finish in the top four you finish in the top eight there's no gradual increase of oh we'll finish eighth then we'll go sixth then we'll go fourth that never happens it hasn't happened for a while you either you know finish out the top four you finish in the top four it sounds really obvious and I probably haven't articulated it in the right way right but the gap from eighth to fifth isn't really a gap it's like everyone's just jumbled in there right so there isn't much progression from going eighth, eighth to sixth. There's normally a point or two in it, and it, it doesn't really give you a mark of where your club's well, at. About the marker is in it now. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is the marker is, and especially the season's gone by, right? Is that your progression is going from eighth to fourth? It's not going from eighth to sixth. Like no one gives a fuck about that, man. It's either Champions League, or you're going to be in the Europa League, or out of that. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no kind of wiggle room around that okay so let's say we finish fifth and um, yeah. that triggers your uh position on arteta and we do you know fire him in that position i, th- I think what you've got you... to look at what's available man no, if, if we if we don't right, finish let me set four. this one up let me set this one up so cool. i would say that arteta is um the fans chant super mike arteta he's brought the fans yeah. back who are turning very sure. much against the club there was a lot of angry sentiment uh, mm-hmm. He's united the fans and as well as the players. The players play for him. Yep. People like Odegaard really like yep. Odegaard. Saka really likes Odegaard. Mm-hmm. I'd say that that if that none of them yeah. leave, I agree it's with because this. of him. Um, um, I wouldn't specifically them, say he's that. He's made them but, all yeah. better players. He's made them a united mm-hmm. team, and yep. the all of those factors become very volatile. Even if you're not happy with the league position, if you get rid mm-hmm. of the person who had that all glued together. So even if in your head there's this dream Conte-esque replacement, I think that that Mm -hmm. really, really is buying a lottery ticket that we don't need to play the lottery with. We just don't need to play that lottery. I see both sides, but I also think that you've got to be realistic with the opportunity that we've had available to us. And I think if we blow the opportunity, I think that there needs to be consequences of that. I like I I am I'm, I'm very fifty fifty. You know what I'm like. Like I I will. I will. You know maybe sometimes overanalyze stuff and think that 
I, I just think that it's criminal to lose them three games in a row. I would say that that's not an over-analysis, that's an under-analysis. There's a jump to conclusions type of okay, spam. Okay, that's fine. But at that stage, it didn't... It, it Look, at, at that stage, right, it looked like there was no chance we were winning the next three games and top four was done, right? You, you consider that at that point? But think of the ramifications and think about our expectations at the beginning of the season. It's unfortunate, but there's a lot to be positive about. 100%. But at the same time, I think that you've, you've also got to be realistic and you've got to get results. Like, I, I, I get that he's obviously improved us in a lot of ways. But the only thing that really matters is your league position. Like, regardless of, and we you expected know, he's changing the culture. I mean, to an extent, but only because he was so bad the two previous seasons. Like, let's be honest. Like, let's not chat shit. The reason why we expected six this season is because he underachieved massively in the last two seasons. Okay, but Pre- do you think we have a better squad that, than any of the other top that, six? Do you think though. we have a better squad than any of the top six? I will go, I'll go into that in a second, but I'm talking, did Arteta achieve under, in the, underachieve in the league two years in a row? Yes or no? Just answer it. I would have yes liked sixth or Answer seventh, it yes or no. But no answer it yes me. or no. Listen to what I'm no, 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 because you're not listening. I, I will I, listen to everything you say My question is very similar to yours. You're not no, letting no, me my give question, a, You're, you're yeah, asking you're for a yes answering. or no when it's a more yeah, detailed question. No, no, no. It's a yes or no. No, because the yes right. or no favours your opinion. Listen. Whereas listen, actually giving listen, an answer listen. is how you get the I'll give whatever answer you want afterwards. I'll give you whatever answer you want afterwards, right? Listen to what I say and just answer with a yes or no. No, I will give you my it's thoughts, finishing. not a yes no, no, or no. no, no. Isn't a call and room. then you can say yes or no and then explain your thoughts afterwards, right? Is finishing <laughs> no. eighth is finishing eighth two seasons in a row with Arsenal team and squad at that time underachieving? Yes or no? Uh, I would have liked sixth or seventh, but I understand okay, so underachieved, go, yeah? you so underachieved. No, because it's not that's not how okay. it is. It's okay, yes, did. it's an yeah. it's not an underachievement. It's so it we is. needed we wanted to get results. We didn't get where no. we want to be. We didn't have a good squad. So We've got a much yeah, better cool. squad now. But would so you you've say you're just being that, on the fence, right? Cool. Would you say that right now or uh, what we <laughs> what we thought for the majority of the season? Yeah. Do we in terms of like raw skill or anything else have a better team than any of the top 6 right now? And you Are you considering Man United Tottenham in this? Yeah, and you're allowed to but say yeah, that you cool. think we have a better team than them. Um, but I think that we think that we have a better team than them now because we're playing better, not because we think yeah. that these players are inherently think, skilled or more skilled I, I than think them. Man U, and like, like we said before, Man U got a banging team. Yeah, Man United have got a banging team, but they've got so much wrong like in, in their team. So we've, we've got, got a lot right. Egos. So how can you yeah, say Arteta out? But because what I'm, try- what I'm trying to say to you and explain to you is I haven't said... Arteta out. I'm not saying Arteta out right now, right? I was in a position where we effectively blew top four and we were very fortunate not to. And, you know, we've had... We need to we need to consider, and whichever way you look at it, that we got fortuitous with, you know, um, Brighton beating Tottenham and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, results did go in our favour as well as... Like, the other teams didn't capitalise as much as they should have and they could have... Um, in seasons yeah. gone by so we need to remember that also like yes it's a hard work winning the last three games but we've also got to consider that Man United's form dropped off the face of a cliff Tottenham lost and drew a game when they probably shouldn't have and we did get fortunate as well as picking up the wins along the way right mm-hmm. I do admit at times I will get overly emotional and I will say Arteta out whether that's justified or not so do you um, still think that he should go if we finish fifth? 
To an extent, yes, because of the position really? that we're in and the position that we've been in. And I think that there's... It depends, like I said with to you, it depends what's available. Chelsea. Depends what's available at the same time. Like, yeah, like, we're, there's 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 nothing to say that we can't get third this season. Obviously, Chelsea's form is falling off. They need to, we need to catch four points effectively because their their golden goal yeah. difference is a lot better. Yeah, so they, they need, need to, to but they've got lose. easy games. They need to lose or draw. And I've we need checked to, them; they're easy games. Yeah, so I think that we're not realistically we're not going to get third, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that we it's difficult man I, I just think that we should get top four we were in such a good position We at, at one point we were like six points clear of a game in hand over Spurs and then it fell off and we lost three games in a row and it fucked us up and these are the games we should have been winning like it, it's it's a difficult one like if you ask me at the start of the season like take it fifth like yeah probably because we were going to get relegated at the start of the season Um, obviously not but you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think given the the strong position that we've been in for so long now, I think that it'd be criminal not to finish in the top four. And I stand by that. Like, but I don't care what you say. It's not a offence, surely. Potentially. I think it depends what else is available. Like, if we can get a... If a manager that's available comes on the market that's going to improve us, then I don't see what's so wrong we're going for that. I, I don't think... Look, realistically, weighing up in my head, you know, some things... I, I, I say things that you know, might be controversial or over the top and stuff like that. You know, Arteta's done a good job in terms of team spirit, chemistry. Um, you know, tactically, he's not always great. And he is learning on the job to an extent. And I think he has improved a lot of our players. Um, but we could have done... At certain points of the season, we definitely could have done better. And I think that we were, we've been favourites to top four for a long time now. And to blow it would be massive and I think that you know in in reality it's probably not a sackable offence and he won't go for it and maybe he shouldn't because of all the good deeds and stuff he's done this season but it's a results business at the end of the day and I think that to blow it from the position he was in and the position that Arsenal were in is criminal and you know whether you think that or not maybe it's we need a, we need a, a big club mentality Chelsea would sack their manager in that position Liverpool Man City would sack their manager in that position Man United would probably sack their manager in that position. But when when do we start being the ruthless team and not, let's be nice, let's be nice, let's treat our manager nicely. And to an extent, it's nice, but it doesn't work sometimes. And I think They've also got the money to cover up and throw at any problem like that, that we can't. Of we course. have to be a project. Of course, but you need to consider that we are in a results business and we need to be ruthless sometimes. And if... If we fail to hit targets we should hit, then there can be consequences. I'm not saying they should be, and I've, you know, I like, like I've said before and stuff like that. I'm very indecisive, and I might change my mind come the end of the season, depending on what happens. But at this stage, with what we've got left, we can lose to Tottenham because I believe they'll lose to Liverpool. Look, if Tottenham beat Liverpool and we don't get top four, that's fine because. <laughs> Tottenham will beat us, and but what I'm trying to say is that if we go into the North London derby with a five-point gap and bottle it from there, I think he's got to go. I think there we'll we beat go. Tottenham. Let's end it there. That's a good bit of banter. Let us know what you think. If we don't get top four, is it a failure? Is it a is it a is it a sackable offence? Uh, we want to hear it. We'll be back next weekend when we face Leeds. Should be a what? good win. Hopefully Spurs lose. That's almost more important than the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. we'll be back then. Top four is close. Four games left. Four positions to get in the Champions League. Let's get it. Thank you very much for listening. See you.